It's an Amsterdam episode, but not as you know it. We start off sober. We then stop the podcast and have a spliff. And then I'm not sure what happened. You're going to have to find out for yourself. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins. Straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? All oh, right, we're back. Do we, owe, do we owe them an apology, or do we owe them a "you're welcome"? No, there was the. It's only these people that will be due the apology. The Thursday podcast listeners, the Patreon ones, that got the super high episode. It, like they already subscribed to this. So. Do you know? Do you know what happened as well? You know how they're the type of episodes that lose us followers. Aye, because we're incoherent. It's just like eavesdropping on people who have in jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not for everybody and it's understandable. Normally that's what loses people, but weirdly this time we lost followers before the episode, like they knew it was coming. Oh, there was just... Like, you know, when there's a natural disaster coming and there's just like loads of uh, fauna, rats and squirrels and stuff Aye. just like coming out the trees. They smelt it. Did you just call all of our Patreon subscribers rats? No, no, no. I called, well, I, I think I, you did. No, no, no. I think you'll find I called the ones that left. Rats, oh, that's fair. The ones that left us. Or rats. Cowards. Aye. Um, but yeah, that was a fun episode. So this is this is the Amsterdam episode. We were meant to do one last night, but then we didn't because we were two stones and tired. And it's like an extra. Like, you can't do you can't start a podcast at one in the morning because then you're not done until like fucking half two. Yeah, so... And we had to go get our 9,000th fucking PCR test. Oh my God. Like, travelling now is just... There's so much bureaucracy. Aye, like so I can understand that we're like, we're very very lucky to be getting to travel to the places that we do, and um, fucking grateful. But I am going to tell you, it's a fucking ball like. I uh, just wait if you're thinking about travelling, just fucking wait. Or just go to or go to a country that doesn't care. Aye. Like me and Cara are off to Greece next week, and they couldn't give a fucking shit. Uh, is that right? Aye, they're like, just bring a note from your mum that says you don't have the sniffles <laughs> and you can come straight in. Give us a, like, come in with just like fucking, come in holding your nose and we'll just trust that you'll do that for the entire trip and you're not going to spread it anywhere. We'll be absolutely fucking fine. Where it is. Other places a bit much. So um, the, them forms that you've got to fill in online, they're just so shit. They've never, uh, they've not tested them once. You know they've the passenger, like a, passenger no, locator form? At no point before they released it as a, as a uh, programme where they're like, let's run through this. Let's have a customer experience Aye. and see what it's like as a, as a punter. Aye. Punter, do you call yourself a punter if you're travelling? Probably not. No, not, not even remotely. Uh, do EasyJet now look at the customers as punters? No, I don't think but, they even look at us as people. I, th- I think maybe they should start like looking at their customers as punters because punters are people that like are to be entertained. Mm. Like, you know, you'd be a put- would you be a punter at a football match? Yes, because you're about to be entertained. You'd be a punter at a rock gig, at a comedy gig, to be entertained. Whereas when you're going on, on your holder, why is that person not to be entertained? Well, they're, they're literally well, spending everything they've saved up on to, mm, to go and have an experience. No, they haven't spent everything. They went easy jet. Like that's like you, fl- easy jet Ryanair. That's on you. Like you know what the customer experience is. Like you went for the cheap holiday. 
welcome to the cheap experience. Uh, it's, such, it's such a shame, though, because manners cost nothing. So if no, you, they do. No, no, they no, they do. I can tell you the price of manners, and it's the difference it's between a British Airways, British Airways flight, flight and an EasyJet flight. That's the price of manners. So it's about three or four hundred quid is the price of manners, mm. uh, unless you are anywhere in Spain. I, I've I've got this theory that I fucking hate the Spanish. There's my theory. I hate the Spanish. You you come up with a theory that the the British expats are as bad as they are because the Spanish locals are as bad as they no, are. No, vice versa. That's like a cyclic. Yes, I th- I, th- I think what it's happened. It's like the two two groups of people that have zero chemistry together making each other worse. Yeah, and it's like a little fucking engine of shite. It's like if you got two magnets and you put them in, they would just the theory of them spinning around because they're constantly repelling each other. Uh, British expats are the worst in the world. The like, and that, that's across the board. Um. Like, we're, we're unforgivably shit when we go and live uh, overseas. Uh, in second place is the Aussies, but it's us first by a substantial fucking bit. So our expats... I, I don't feel like we send out our best. No, of course we don't. Like, what front line of expats is, mm. is not... Is, it's not like the cream of the crop, is it? No, no, none of them are good. Uh, so we send our expats out, and they go to these places, and they go, you can't get a decent fucking burger here. This is fucking shit. And they learn nothing. They don't embrace the culture. They don't learn the fucking language. And what happens is, because Spain is the easiest one to get to, they go there, and it, it's hot, and they, they're very rude to the fucking locals. And what the locals do is they go, oh, I hate British people. And they're allowed to arrive at that conclusion. Because it's not like they've only met six British people and they were all shit. They've met a hundred thousand British people. A decent and, sample size. And every last one of them was a rat fucking bastard. Was a horrible, drinky, shouty, racist, rapist cunt. Every last one of them across the fucking board. Right? And then the Spanish just go, right, I'm going to be horrible to every single British person then, in the entire world. And then we come over because we're like working there. And we're just we're we're here to just perform to the locals, aye, and um, we we'll get the same treatment. And the worst gigs we ever do, the worst gigs we ever ever have when we're overseas, is ones to expats. If we're pl- like it's the way I know if it's going to be a good gig, right? When you turn up, you're like, where are we? Right, we're in Lisbon. Would would you reckon the percentage of expats is going to be two percent? It's going to be a great gig. Yeah, it's it. Weirdly, it's nice to have expats in if they're the vast major vast, vast minority. Yeah, in yep. the crowd, it's nice to have that. Um, but if the if expats make up the audience like they've done before in Switzerland, yeah. oh, like my first trip to uh, France, they they hate their life decisions weirdly. Like they they are not they, they always hate the country that they're in. Yep. They always hate the job. Always hate the job that they're in. They always seem to be like resenting the life that they never lived. Yeah. And they also seem to also pretend that they do like it in a way. Yeah, they're just they're just there because like on all these countries there are less strict rules on fucking fifteen year old girls. <laughs> That's the only fucking reason 90% of the fucking men are there right? And their wives know it That's it, that's it Let's go fuck some European teenagers That's all they're after I, lo- I love that um, For you just now, expats have went from Annoying to rapists to paedophiles the, well, uh, the They are space of a They are They've ruined the Spanish for me Because now I sincerely hate the Spanish I hate them, guy uh, Every th- single time I go to fucking Spain, I get treated like a British person. And that's fair. That's fair because I am. But I'm not like the fucking rest of them, right? And I understand. Do you feel profiled? I, th- I am profiled. 
And it's, oh, well, I mean, I don't know if they're just lazy across the board. Well, the and this is a level of racism I don't mind engaging in, by the way. Like, I know we've got gigs coming up in Madrid, and I will say this to their fucking faces. I think your afternoon naps are ridiculous, and I think your customer service is the worst in the fucking world. How can their customer service ever be good if they've always just woken up? Aye. I'm shit when I've just woken up there napping all the time, willy-nilly. I cross the board. We went, we literally, because we had to go pick up Marlena fucking uh, wheelchair because uh, she likes to pretend to be crippled in airports. And uh, there were six members of staff all doing absolutely nothing apart yeah. from talking to each other. Yeah, because like, just six on the other side of the desk all talking to each other, no queue, no one anywhere. And we stood some there. Of them, some of them weren't even engaged in the conversation. Like two of them were chatting, one of them's listening, and three of them were like kind of twiddling their thumbs. And not like we were quite obviously waiting to be served. Yeah, because there was no queue. And I started counting them like one, two, three, four, five. Uno, six. dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Oh, it's not cinco. Cinco. Oh, no, I, the song ruined it for me. <laughs> uh, I love as well how because Mar- Marlene does walk with a stick, mm-hmm. she's had a knee operation. She's but, had several knee operations. But she develops cerebral palsy in an airport. Mm. It's just you get taken through quicker and she likes to uh, hammer up. Yep. It's funny at the... Because that, that's what... It, like, it's a, it's a physical disability she has. Mm. Yeah. She somehow seemed to be laying on a mental disability at the... Oh. <laughs> at the fucking... Why can't I think of my words? Customs? Aye. Security. Border security, security yeah. The, but fucking security cunts as well. Look, again, again, look, I understand how annoying it must be for thousands and thousands and thousands of British people to come to your country and not even for one single second even Try. attempt to speak the fucking language, right? It's one of the many, many reasons that I fucking hate British expats. There's no, not even like the base, like, oh, can you take me here? Thank you, please, all the thing, Or not even... Just always learn, I'm sorry, I don't speak the language, or do you speak English in whatever country you're going to? Because it always endears you to them, like, hi, I'm sorry, I'm a stupid Brit, could you please speak English? But at least I've done this much. Yeah, learn that in Spanish, learn that in French, learn that in fucking French. Uh, Pardonnez-moi, je suis uh, écossé, mon français est très merde. And now in Mandarin? Parlez-vous anglais. Uh, um, no. No, not even, not even for a joke. <laughs> not even for a fucking bit of banter. Uh, but if you, I don't know, let's say working in international airports where lots of people come through and let's get... I understand Spanish is like, what, the second biggest language in the world because of... It's pretty big because it's a lot of South America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fair point, like, you've got, you've got... Like, it's not like the French when they're like, oh, I'm not speaking English. Motherfucker, you're fucking speaking English. I tell you that right now. That's what you're doing, Right. Right, it's you in Canada, and 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 then a bunch of the other isles you used to own. Calm down, it's not you. It's Spanish. You've got a point. Portuguese, you don't have a, you don't have a leg to stand on. I know Brazil, but shut up. Oh, Portugal, Portugal have got territory leg. Like. Uh, they do, but the Portuguese, the Portuguese language. Uh, is that is that? Do you think that's more widely spoken than French? Yes, yeah, Portuguese. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know. Canada's pretty fucking big, but then again, it's only little bits of Canada that's well, not little bits. It's entire cities and provinces, but um. I just don't respect the French, so. But, but with this, right, my point is with the fucking Spanish. If you work at a fucking airport, it's safe to assume that you're going to be encountering people that speak If you English. work in Malaga Airport. Aye. Like, it's, it, it's so hot on British tourism. Aye. 
Like you can't act surprised if somebody doesn't speak Spanish. So we're just going in, and the guy's like the guy's literally, and he's just not trying. He's very clear about English. We've been speaking English the entire time, and we're like, "Sorry, we're late. We have to push this woman in a fucking wheelchair who's lost her ticket." We lost her ticket, and I went away and found it, and then she found it, and we have this entire conversation is English in English, and they understand it. And I come there, and he just keeps pointing his shit. No, 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 not pointing. He has full on Spanish sentences towards me. I'm like, man, you know I don't know what you're saying. Uh, Point. Point, I'm not saying learn the English words, but tell me what you want uh, to do. Point to my laptop, is it your laptop and then point to the fucking box. Is it a toilet reason? Is it my fucking bell? What is it, cunt? What's uh, the fucking problem? Do you need me to take my watch off? Like, there's just this gestures you could use to get the message across, but he was Here's just like... a fucking gesture for you to get across, you <laughs> fucking Spanish twat. I hate them. I hate them, Kai. Uh, but this is the thing. It was only that difficult for us because they hate us. They know they could have made it easier. In the Spanish that he was speaking to you was probably just like you fucking asshole. Cunt, that's it, that's the English. That's the English I was speaking back to him, man. I, like my, I was not being subtle with my fucking disdain. He uh, had th- he had three fucking minutes to be like treat me like a human being, and I was like, right, if ne- if you're not treating me like a person, I'm not treating like you one, and I guarantee you, I'll do a better I, fucking job. I saw I've him- spent way more of my life looking down my nose at people, can't? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 I haven't. You're Spanish. Uh, yes, yeah, I saw a bit where he was speaking to you in Spanish and you were just going to him, what's the game? What is right. the game that we're playing? Right, well, well, Are we well, just guessing what each other right. are saying? What the fuck do you want me to do? What do you fuck? <laughs> All right, and he's like, through here, I'm like, fucking explain. Oh, oh, oh. Also, Gibraltar is a perfect example of why I fucking hate British expats. Every single person in that audience that was... I love that audience. ...that had come from uh, Spain, through the borders to Gibraltar was lovely, the heckly, rude... Motherfuckers in the front row. Guess where they fucking came from? Guess, hey. guess, guess, guess who ruined the gig in another country? Like somewhere like Leeds, Liverpool, Liverpool, was it? The fuck it. Well, to be fair, he wasn't bad, but it was all of it. They just, oh, I hate expats. If you live in a, if you live in the UK, please come see us live. If you live in America and you're American, please come see us live. If you are British and you live anywhere outside of Britain, please never ever come and see us. <laughs> Never come and see us. I'm, so, I'm not. I know it's not. I'm not I fucking interested. Unfair. I'm not interested in your attendance, right? If you want to come see us, come, ba- come back to the UK, set in a British audience where you'll get fucking slapped across the back of the head the, for acting the way you're fucking I th- acting. I, th- I think just um, come to the gig, but just know that it's not about you, this gig. The gig's about the, gig's about the place that we are. Mm. I, th- I think, I think um, we're letting a couple of bad apples spoil the bunch. Nah. Disagree. I reckon what, if all it, them five gigs in Lisbon, I reckon there was expats in there that just enjoyed the show quietly and let you talk to the Portuguese. And then one person in Gibraltar shouts out. It wasn't one person, it was 17 people in Gibraltar. I, I enjoyed that gig. I thought it was fucking... It was, this is the thing with that gig. I can see why you were um, bristly about it. Because you couldn't have done any of your previous shows there. You Never. couldn't have done the show where your sister died. You couldn't have done X. You uh, couldn't have done anything that was poignant because they were a bit too feral. Yeah. But for me, just doing like 20 minutes of warm-up, it was that's an energy you can harness and you can get more out of that energy than you regularly could. Mm. But attention span-wise is, is less. It felt like a club gig. The, yeah, they weren't comedy savvy. They were not a uh, um, fucking... But because, let's talk about it being... Also, I want to point out, we're 15 minutes in the Amsterdam podcast and you're like, why are these two not high? Um... We're going to do this in two halves. 
Aye, and also this is an indica because we smoked all this TV yesterday. So, so we've got one indica spliff left. So we're going to be actually stone stoned. Aye. To anybody that doesn't know, sativa is the one that makes you chatty and happy and laughy, and indica is the one that makes you stoned and mellow and chilled out. And the way to remember it to is remember indica, indica couch, indica couch, because that's where it puts you. Um. So we decided because of the um, <laughs> the fucking. The brain vomit of a podcast that we'll put up on Thursday would be half of this compass mentis. Not half. I bet, I bet 20 minutes of this sober. I bet you didn't know a new Latin. Uh, 20 minutes of this sober, and then we'll go and fucking smoke a spliff. And then we'll come back in, and we'll talk about how much we actually like the Dutch. Yes. Because they're very efficient. Uh-huh. Um, and they know what they're doing. Portugal, you were good. I'll give you that. I've got, no, I don't have anything... I think uh, I, I think I used to have bias towards the Portuguese. It was because oh Spanish. It was because you hate you. You basically done that thing that if anybody hates the Scottish because they're British because of the association with the English, aye. you did that with Portugal. You just threw them in with the Spanish. I just I just assumed it was, and I, you know what? You're right. Portugal. Do your apology. You're not the Spanish. You're not the Spanish. You're actually very nice and very friendly, and you do get annoyed by us, and you're allowed to be annoyed by us because we're. Horrible Brits and we're very rude and loud, but you sort of, you kind of accept that's the way we are. And and but don't hate don't hate don't hate all of us just uh, by the us that are at the Algarve. Aye, that's not us. But the Portuguese in, in Lisbon, they were very much like they made their decision and they were like, all right, you seem to be an all right British person, so I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt, and that's all I need. All I need is the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm like you, dirty uh, rat bastards, Spanish. Just because your history is slightly fucking interesting, right? You've got the fucking god to treat me like that. Go fuck yourselves. Oh, but by the way, we've got two shows in Madrid coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Please, none of the expats come or any of the Spanish. Oh, yeah. Oh, Damn yeah. It. yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. In fact, could all the Portuguese drive over the border? <laughs> No, I, I love as well that I was going, and please don't judge us based on the the expats at the Algarve. Last time I was in the Algarve, did I not get into a fight? You did. <laughs> I was scrapping was scrapping in Albufeira. Mm. Um, let's talk about Gibraltar for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, we we climbed a, a mountain in a bus, and it was like one of them like one lane traffic, no ridge mountain Aye. trails all the way up the rock at Gibraltar. On the right hand side is the rest of the mountain, and the other and the, on the other side is death. Uh-huh. And um, beautiful sights as well Because it looks right out into the sea Being on a peninsula and all And then um, we we'll climb up the mountain There's monkeys which we were told it was going to be They were bigger than I thought mm. The monkeys on the mountain and They're not called Mackies or something like that Barbarian monkeys or something No Bar- Barbara Barbara monkeys mm. There's a big difference between a barbarian and a barbara It's usually about 50 years I don't get it and just Because a barbarian would be quite young, healthy athlete And a barbara would be like a granny Oh, I see. Although right. that is massively wrong because chronologically the barbarians would have been around that's like why, thousands that's, of years yeah, that's before. That's why I didn't get it. <laughs> I, was, I was going more off the age of them. You know why the, where the word, word barbarian comes from? Bar, 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 bar. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> to explain, um, that is how we sounded to people that didn't speak our language. Aye. I'm like saying we as in we're the barbarians. Where were we the barbarians? Uh, well, no, no. There was the Romans, and they were talking about the. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, they were talking about the 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 Picts, but they were mainly talking about the um, whoever the fucking Germans were at that time. Obviously, they weren't Germans back then. It was the. How's this gone at me fucking head? Ah, uh, history doesn't stick with me. I read a lot of it. I read a lot of it, and Gauls. 
the Gauls. That was the French. They were French. I was thinking that before because you were like the Gaul of Spanish, and I was like, "Oh, is that a is that a pun?" And then I was like, "No, Gaul's French." Gaul. Yeah. And then I just kept quiet, and then brought it back up now. Now uh-huh. again. Um. So there's monkeys, mm-hmm. which I've just called barbarian monkeys because I'm sure somebody called them that on the uh, Instagram conversation with somebody else. We should look it up. No, let's not. Um, so there's monkeys, and we'll get to the top of the mountain, and then we'll kind of like delve into the mountain and start going down this like kind of tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, that looked very man-made, you know. It had like barriers and stuff. Aye. And then the tunnel got, started looking less man-made and just become a cave. Yep. And just become this massive cave with like stalactites coming down, stalagmites coming up, pillars. So you know, stalactites is that where water's dripping and leaving sediment on. Over the years, mm-hmm. so then it build it builds up from the top, oh, yeah. and then the bottom one is the stalagmite, which is from where it lands. Yeah, the sediment builds oh, up. Yeah. So then, big pillars yeah. are they just stalactites and stalagmites that have met, got married, lived happily ever after? Aye, yes, that's what they are. It's, yeah, it became two, became one. Ah, and because um, there was like in the middle of the theater, there was like a conveniently good pillar that oh, was yeah. like looked like the structural integrity of the room was based on it, and I was like. But that isn't man-made. Did like did, was, nature, did nature just go right? We need to we need to prop up the roof here. This well, is going to no, fall no, no. through. No, this no. stalactite needs. But that's where the water's coming uh, through the most. Aye, but also all the all the all the caves where the pillars didn't get formed are collapsed and gone. <laughs> like, it's, like the reason we saw this one is because, because nature of that. found a way. Aye, aye. It's like the, you just did the very, very religious thing of like, it's a miracle. Look how well designed this thing is. God must have done it. You go, Aye, no, it no, no, no. The only reason this one's here is because it's this. Mm-hmm. And you've missed the thousands of ones that have failed around it. That, that's what I do with um, with fiction. Aye. <laughs> with any story. Where I'm like, well, that's a bit far-fetched. And I'll go... That's why it's a story. <laughs> yes, I. This yeah. is why it's noteworthy. Yeah, if it was just like a mundane, this is probably likely to happen book, you're going to put it down pretty quick. Aye. Speaking of books, uh, to the four people that listen to this podcast and take my book recommendations, and I'm speaking specifically to you, Sid and Rini. <laughs> and, uh, is this the one I've just started listening to? No. Actually, I've just started reading this one. I didn't no, but the, uh, Hail, Project Hail Mary is just a very good book. It's the same guy that wrote The Martian. I like him. I read Artemis as well. No, read that one. The one I'm reading is it's another, well, it's not a trilogy. I think it's like four or five of them, but only the fourth one's out now. But he's, he's one of those good ones where it's, uh, he's got a good consistency of bringing the books every fucking year. Like he's another Scott Lynch, he's another Brandon Sanderson, uh, this guy. So it's called Red Rising, and I won't give anything away. It's just very, very good if you're into fucking fantasy nerd shit. It's a bit different from the other stuff I've recommended. A bit more sci-fi than the previous Aye, but it's like, Swords and it's, Shields. Yeah, like imagine, it's Romans in the future, kind of. Um, also, me and my brother Matthew came up with a good law that we want to implement in the world. I can't remember if I brought it up on this podcast. Um, but obviously, George R. R. Martin is a wanker and a hate. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he led he led everybody on. He blew he blew balled us all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not written a new book in seventeen years, and he complains about getting death threats. And it's like, motherfucker, at this point, you get them, and that's your life. Uh, like, well, like I, I've got no sympathy for you. I've committed you, hun- hundreds of hours to that story. That's uh, not going to get. You've completed. written seven other books, not about the thing uh, I want. Fuck you. Uh, fuck, Ev- fuck every night. Every single death threat you get, I've got no sympathy. I hope they come in droves. Fuck you. Uh, legally, obviously, no, don't send them death threats, etc., etc. That's all a joke. Um, 
But the rule I actually want to implement is Brandon Sanderson, the silly little Mormon, has such a fucking turnover of books, right? Mm. Man, he will write a book a year. And here's a rule, and this, I know there's other fantasy uh, writers out there because uh, Patrick Rothfuss, who I love, and I'm I'm giving him time. It's been a while since the last book, but it's I trust him. It's not been... They're big books. They're big books, and it's like this next one's the last one, and he wants to perfect it, and he's such a good writer that I'm willing to give him the and time. And the books we're talking about are... A Name Wise of Man's the, Fear Name and Name of, of the, the Wind. wind die. Uh, but for all other fantasy writers that are fucking struggling, there needs to be a Brandon Sanderson clause, right? Which is, if you haven't written a book in five years, right... Brandon Sanderson gets to write your book. In the same way that when the when Robert Jordan died, Brandon Sanderson finished the Wheel of Time series. Yeah. And he, t- and he did it well. He read all the books. He was a fan. He a- a- Anyone that's read Wheel of Time will tell you that they so were Game very happy. So Game of Thrones needs to be finished by Brandon Sanderson now. Yes, it, it, George R. R. Martin had his chance. He uh, had his fucking chance to finish books. And now he's lost. After five years, you revoke your rights to your own fucking book. And Brandon Sanderson, and only Brandon Sanderson, other people don't get to do it. Mm-hmm. But after five years, since the last release of your book, if you've not fucking finished it, Brandon Sanderson gets to write it. And you can still write yours. So it's, it's, and you can still sell it as yours. But he gets to make all the fucking money because he's got a work ethic. You fat bearded cunt. So is that is that Brandon Sanderson rule like it's not like the Bosman rule where like obviously the Bosman rule was designed because of Bos- the man Bosman. Right? I have no idea what the it's Bosman a, it's rule a, is. It's a transfer rule that was named after a person because he was the first person that done it. Something to do with free transfer and out of contract. And oh, right, okay. I don't know it fully, right? But anybody that moves on that 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 clause is moving on the Bosman rule. Yeah. So you're saying the Brandon Sanderson rule isn't one where like somebody else can finish your book and that's the Brandon Sanderson rule. No, it no. has to actually be him. It's got to be Brandon Sanderson. Yes, Brandon. It's not. He's the only one that can do it mm-hmm. and well. And we know he can. He's proven that. Wheel of Time was ended superbly. Right. We know this man respects fantasy. Can write it well and can emulate been, the previous. Absolutely, something that George R. R. Martin is incapable of. And again, Patrick Rothfuss, if you're watching this for whatever reason, it's not. I love you, man. I love you. I'm a big fan. Please don't. I'm not one of the fans that's yelling at you to hurry up. I do want you to hurry up, but I'm not saying it. We're I'm not saying it. I respect. We're rooting for you, brother. We're rooting for you. But look, Brandon Sanderson's in the wings, and we're going to have to sub you off in a minute. Son. He's going to. No, you've. Again, Patrick, you're the exemption to the rule just because I'm such a big fan of all of you. But, but Brandon would do it well. But you, Scott Lynch, give me my next Lachlan Mora, you fucking wanker. Give me it. Give oh, me it right you, now. You don't, you don't want to rush it because he said he rushed the third one. Oh, he did, didn't he? Fuck. I've only, I still only read the first one of that. It's also really, really annoying that all the best fantasy writers, apart from Brandon Sanderson, have depression. <laughs> like, and it just really affects their fucking writing, because you're like, because depression's like a real legit reason to not write a book. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people, you don't have it, George R. Martin, you're a fucking liar. But um, it's like a real, like, I'm not in the, I'm not in the headspace. Like, I, I'm, I'm meant to be writing a story about, like, fucking hope and, and like, or fucking revenge or all these things, and I'm just, ugh. Like, I get it, but... Did you tell me that Brandon Sanderson, uh, deeply religious, and there's loads of parallels between his books and the yeah. stories of the, of the Bible? Well, it's just all very Jesus-y. But then again, now that I've read more fantasy books, I mean, all books are Jesus-y. Every single fantasy book has to follow the sort of same thing of there's a person who's eventually reborn to become something better than themselves so that they can lead the fight for humanity because there's been tyranny and evil before. And it's Look, I can't remember the name of the fucking theory, but there's only like four or five stories in the world. 
and okay. we're all just fucking repeat them in different v- ways. Versions of it. Um, is this like when you got into Creed, not realizing they were a Christian rock band? Aye, aye. Well, because WWF's hold it to me. Oh, you know, um, you know how you were saying like about the caves with the like the accident that made it plausible. Aye, the, that pillar down the middle, and then we're like, oh my god, it must be from God. And you're like, no, because all the other ones collapsed. Um, you know how you hate that shit. Aye, you're gonna hate this. You know how we're picking up Peggy the dog on my anniversary, the eighth of September. Didn't know that, but sure. Um, I've told you a million times, Daniel. You never listen. Uh, the actual date of birth, because like you pick it up like twelve weeks after they're born. Uh-huh. The actual date of birth is the twenty third of June, which is what you know when we're done with secret wedding, so that we could get the paperwork uh-huh. because the one in Spain doesn't come with the paperwork, so it has the ceremony and it's recognised in everybody's eyes, uh-huh. but it's not legally binding. Yeah, uh, on the twenty third of June, Peggy's actual birthday. So obviously, Natalie thinks it's meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> Duh! Like how else? How else? How could else? That be that how, how else? Do you explain two days correlating? And and it's from Humphreys Poo. The the breeders are called Humphreys Poo. Oh my god! If you do not believe in fate now, <laughs> I fucking hate your wife sometimes. <laughs> like I love her for bringing me this dog and bringing me this ripe ripe tree of abuse, but I just. And see all these other basic bitches that are like, why can't you just let us have it? Because it's stupid, right? That's why. That's why I can't just let you have your stupid beliefs. Because they're fucking stupid. And I know some of you do it jokingly, but the rest of you fucking mean it, right? And you propagate it and you hold it up and you substantiate all this bullshit. Aye. Can I smoke the spliff now? Aye, let's, let's have a spliff. So, I'd right. like to apologise to the Spanish. I've calmed down a bit. <laughs> you your beans a little bit. Well, uh, thinking about it, now that I've got, you know how you've always got to bleed the radiator of anger a bit? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to like sort of let it out and that's when you say all of your irrational, unthought through points just because it's like hate or anger and then you get it out and then you're like, oh, okay, now I've got time to reflect. Realistically, we're, we're just going to the main parts of Spain. And I'm, I'm lumping all of Spain in there. I reckon, uh, like, the coastal parts you, of it and, and the more rural parts. Also, you're judging people based off that, like, put put your headphones on just so you can tell when you're making a noise with Because, right, for anybody watching the video now, you can see we're just in the couch. All right, in fact, I will. I'll just, I'll just do my best. I'll lean forward. You're just going to lean forward? All right, I'll just, I'll just remember. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're basically... <laughs> Basing um, off the airport security, like they are the no, worst people I'm in the world. No, I'm basing it. I'm basing it off of all of the restaurant staff and all the bar staff as well, and the taxi drivers and the hotel Aye. staff. But I am doing that. That's like people going to London and going fucking. Oh, they're all cunts. Like they're all very fucking rude. And you go, going, all right, well, yeah, but that's London. That's just the way they are there. <laughs> like that's people yeah. move around. They're not going to be nice to you. They're all on the way to work. Like I would hate if I have this theory as well that if I spoke to anybody. The way that security at the airport speak to everybody, my mother would kick my ass. Aye, that's bad parenting. It's just rude. It's really bad parenting from airport security staff. Aye, all of if, your mums suck. If your child is there, airport security staff, what? Did, why did you do? Why did you raise Aye. them that way? Yeah, you di- you didn't. You raised them like in a strict enough environment that they learned about authority and the power of it, but like they didn't have. The, the decency to become or the skills to become uh, police officers. You 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 as a parent, you had your own chair, didn't you? That no one else was allowed to sit on. Yeah. You couldn't Aye, that's not on. In my chair. Shut up. 
Sit somewhere. Sit somewhere that's available. I'd 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 understand that at a dinner table. Like, but that's just because like that's a nice wee head of the table. Not necessarily head of the table, but I did. You know, I like the fact that you offset in your usual places, and it's uh, like it's a tradition. So yeah, I, there is that. But like, if it's well, in fact, my mum had a chair. Did you? Me grand, me grandpa Peter's fucking best man alive, but uh, he's not alive anymore. Uh, <laughs> but when he was. Um, he he did have his own chair, but like now that he's dead, now that he's dead, he did, uh, he it's did. up for grabs. <laughs> it's up for grabs. It's very exciting times. <laughs> in any good charity store, any good charity store. No, I no, really not split, the chair. I meant really the title of. I meant the title of best person alive. Now that he's dead, <laughs> right. yeah, it's not been filled yet. <laughs> I thought you were just saying anyone can sit in his chair. No, there. I wasn't auctioning off your dead granddad's chair. <laughs> just like the saddest, most awful. He's been dead for four years. Kai's finally over it. It's been way more than four years, isn't it? Yeah, 2009 it was, and I'm not over it. Aye. I don't think you ever do get over death. Nah. You just move around it, don't you? Aye. Like, I think my mum always said there was a... The Japanese had this great... Have this great analogy, and I'm going to butcher it. But it's like, when you when you, when you you lose someone, it's like somebody's, like, ripped a massive hole uh, in your chest, and you want it to be sort of, like... There's pain there, and every time you touch it, it hurts. And if people try to remove it, it would hurt. But then over time, it gets easier to sort of deal with, uh, and you're so, you sort of learn to grow around it. And if anyone were to take that away from you, you wouldn't feel yourself anymore mm-hmm. because the grief is part of it now, and it's part of you, and it's your pain. And I that's saw. He's seen the analogy with the the pain button in the jar. Yeah, in the ball. In the big, then there's a big ball, which is your recent pain, Aye. and it's always hitting the pain button. So, yeah, but so the ball always so stays. Let's, let's, let's explain it a bit better. There's okay. a bo- there's a box like a shoe box, and in the box on a a, a big massive circle button, uh, and every time that button is hit, it makes you feel grief. And there's a ball that's randomly bounce, bouncing around. Uh, so when the grief is early on, the ball is the bit, button's big. So the ball's hitting it a lot of the time, so you're constantly being reminded of the grief. But as time goes on, both the ball and the button get smaller, so it means it hits the button less, so you feel the grief less. It's all less, still inside of you. But it's still the exact same amount mm-hmm. of pain. Like, the grief actually never diminish, diminishes, just the frequency of it. Yeah. I try to like keep him alive in my head where I know his personality very well and I know how he responds to stuff. Mm. And I could like I can kinda get his advice posthumously Aye. just from what I know about him. Aye, like, just, you can just go right. Take a second. What advice would he give here? You'd also you'd also know any of your actions if you did them. What he would think about them. Uh-huh. You'd go. Yep. He, he would. That would be me. I'd be I'd be grounded again, and he wouldn't speak to yeah, me at the fucking weekends. I'd, I'd still I'd still get that hanging over us. Like, Aye. what if what if my gra- what if my uh, heard about this? Well, your granddad Pete. Aye. But thankfully, like also R.I.P. to Granddad Harry, but it's less. <laughs> don't really don't really mind what he would have thought about I something. Never, I never psychologically <laughs> go to my Granddad Harry for advice based on his actions in life. No, never. Oh my god, what a disaster my life would be. <laughs> What a fucking disaster. Aye. But if look, he brought me entertainment in abundance. Yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> and that's a nice thing, I, uh-huh. I guess. Um can we talk about the fact that just I've got two things I want to bring up. I've got two things I want to br- bring up. I only know one of them, so the other one's gonna be a surprise. We're out there smoking and we're staying right beside Ajax Stadium. And across there's like I'm gonna say about five football pitches and at the moment It's clear the Ajax training ground. Yeah, so I was, I was I think that's where they're training and that must be like the youth team or just some of the younger players. Yeah, like much, the, the, like 
they were tiny kids and they were playing because we we were trying to figure out are they just kids that are renting that spot to play football yeah or like or is it the the yeah. youth team yeah right and we're like let's just watch them for a bit because if that class then it's obviously the youth team and their positioning was great yeah they were at an age you would expect everybody to be chasing the ball Aye. but they had structure yeah and they were moving it on pretty quick and uh, like even the team that was in possession the other team they were like were pressing but not too aggressive it was intellectual football Aye. like they, they were holding position they were like showing for each other when they passed the ball they were moving the heads were up yeah uh, and that's a good thing about football is when you're passing you've got to keep your head up so I'm trying to pass you the fucking joint that we're smoking right mm-hmm. And you're just watching the football and you're like, yeah, no, they're keeping a good formation. Oh, no, no, this is this is what I actually said. I went, ooh, have they got a minimum amount, amount of touches because they're moving the ball around quite a bit, they're not dribbling. Do you think, and then, and then you agreed. No. Then you agreed, let us finish. And then I was like, ooh, yeah, they're, they're only taking like three touches and they're really measured touches. I think they're playing three touches. And then you agreed. No. But you tell your side of the story. I wasn't agreeing. <laughs> I had finished smoking the joint and I kept going, here. Here. Uh-huh, agreeing with this one. No. I'm, saying, I'm saying, is it three touch? And you're like, here, here. No, I've never said here, here to agree with anything. Like, don't pretend that's part of my character. Don't pretend that's part of my fucking legs. I go, oh, here, here, bravo. And I just accepted it. Like, like I'm you. some sort of fucking Tory in the House you, of Commons. Here, here. Here, here. here the bloody poor. <laughs> no. I was trying to pass you the fucking joint you think, cunt. I know, and even though I've never heard you say here, here to agree with anything, I didn't even question that when you did. No. I was like, yeah, that's something Daddy would say to agree. Can we uh, Can we now talk about your little whitey last night? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot about that. I didn't. Oh, I totally forgot. <laughs> that was a whitey, that. That was a proper whitey. So <laughs> talk about paranoid. <laughs> so we we land in about fucking eight uh, at Schiphol Airport, and we we assume we're going to be there for three hours, right? Because after after Edinburgh, Schiphol is the worst airport. Uh-huh. And Schiphol has an excuse to be bad. It's massive. They're running such a huge operation. You expect bags to take a while. Aye. But also... They're moving a lot of people around. Yeah, but Edinburgh's also... got no excuse. St- still, Schiphol, you, uh-huh. you know how big you are. Let's let's make it a bit more efficient. But there was no... We didn't have to go through border control because I guess we'd already fucking yeah. gone through it. Like They checked in the Portuguese side, so it was just easier. Uh, we get to our hotel. We we check in. Uh, we're about 20 minutes away from town because we're, we're near the venue. So we go in uh, to watch the rest of the Scotland game by some legal marijuana... Yep, went to Route 66, one of my favourite bars, because they've got all the, any sport on that you want to watch, yeah. but you can make requests as well. Aye. Because there's it, loads of screens. And it's never busy. It's I've never been in there when it's fucking round. You can always get a seat. And aye, you can just watch. Good oh, service as well. Very good service. Really good service. The, the, the type of service where they keep an eye on where your drink's at and then just come and ask if you want another. Yeah. Before you have to like, get their attention. And you, you never can without a drink. Aye. They don't sell weed there, but it's around the corner. And it's one of the other coffee shops. We go there, buy it, go to Route 66. We watch the Scotland game. We beat Moldova 1-0. Very, very happy. Uh, we tried our best to watch the UFC. We got them to put the UFC on, but they put on a rerun. Aye, we were trying to watch Paddy Pimlet, uh, who... Absolutely smashed it. We, Absolutely. Got, we, we got the footage after it happened. Aye, so congrats to our friend Paddy Pimlin. That's mm. right. We know celebrities. Um, uh, He's coming to see us in Liverpool. Aye. I, I think well, let's not piss him off. <laughs> aye. Um, savage beast. 
So everything starts to close at around about 12. We go get ourselves a wee kebab. Mm-hmm. Just walk around Amsterdam, eating half of it. And what we hadn't realised is that the Formula One is on. Aye. So it was super busy. There was also Netherlands were playing last night, I'm pretty sure. Yes, there were. So it was like town was very, very busy. Um, we find a taxi. Uh, yeah, it, like a, it, it was like a guy just it was a car just saying, does anyone want a taxi? I didn't know if it was a taxi or not. Well, it seemed maybe to be like a taxi maybe rank. dodgy people. It wasn't a taxi rank. People were avoiding it. I, well, it was like, you know, when you get like dodgy guy at the airport, like offering you a lift in the concourse before he, you get another taxi. He was in a suit. He was standing outside. Like there was the the barrier that taxis are required to have between the front and the back. And I'm pretty sure there was like... It did turn out to be a taxi, you're right. But the first, name of a taxi company on the side of it. But first, when you asked him how much and he told you the price, I was like, this is, he's running a scam here. Yeah. yeah, it was like 60 euros and there's no way it costs 60 euros. Nah, Nate, not a chance it costs 60 euros. But also, you can you could have quoted any price to me at that price at that time. And I would have been like... You needed to get back. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm going and home there's now. so many people waiting for cabs. But I just felt like everyone was just ignoring... Aye. Like, so, I, like you know, when you're just like, oh, I didn't use these dodgy cabs. Yeah, yeah. And everybody else knew except us and we're just like dumb tourists. I was like, oh, no, because he said 60. Yeah. And then we get into the cab. Yeah. Right. And he said, I'm just going to make a little stop off along the way. Uh-huh. And I was like, what, what, like, what for? And he was like, for, for a pee? Uh, he needed to go for a piss. Right. Uh-huh. They, they that. Like, and he's like, I'm just going to pull over at the side of the road somewhere, jump out, have a quick piss. So. And then- Fucking alarm bell stuff right in my head. I'm like, he's just waiting around. He could have had a piss at any point. He didn't have a customer. Aye. Like, now's your time to get a piss, not when there's a customer in. If mm. you're spending sixty pound on a well, ride, you have right? to hang around his car. He can't just fucking like if the whole thing of a taxi. You can't just leave it there and then fuck off. And you can't just piss anywhere in Amsterdam. Um, I don't know where he was like going to go, but like there was bars and like we just had a piss before we left. Aye. You know, whatever, just, the, whatever the most closed. Remember the all the bars kicked. It was after so, twelve. So for for six for sixty euros, you want the premium service, not the oh, I'm just going to pop around to my mates and have a cig. Aye. Right. So, um, I was like, oh, he's going to take us somewhere to get mugged because it's all the fucking posh Formula One kids riding around with pockets full of money. Ones that didn't bat an eyelid when you overpriced them for a taxi. Right? They were like, oh, these guys have got wedge. All I'm right. just going to stop off along the way. Aye. And we made twos. So what are and I'm like, I'm fucking texting Egan. We're going to get mugged <laughs> no, here. No, 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 here we go, right? So we're, we're driving along. <laughs> and he says this. And I'm like, oh, that's a bit unusual. But then again, I also fucking might need a piss. And uh, then he locks the doors, and I'm like, "Oh, that's you know, fair enough." Like, it probably does. The amount of times I imagine people try the doors, try the doors, and they also just do a runner. Like, they get close enough to where they want to be, they get to a red light, and then his passengers just open the door and fuck off, and he's left with no uh, fare. Like, I bet that has. And also, happened. bear in mind here, we're high as fuck. Aye. Aye, but some of us can handle our shit. Man, this is the difference between me and Ian in this situation, Daniel. Is I'm the one that has to sober up here. This is a me problem if he texts one of his pals. But I think that works. I'm not looking to Egan. Oh, what do we do to get out of this? I'm the one that's fucking trying to stop muggers from mugging with. I'm the one that's like willing to rip off someone's fucking nose to, to, to not lose money out of my pocket. Maybe that's why I was calm. I'm, I'm the one that's going to be going for somebody's eye socket in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and let them know they're mugging the wrong cunts. Like, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, <laughs> I'm the one that's going to have to do that stuff. Maybe that's why I felt confident, because I'm just sat there. I'm like, that's fair enough. He's probably just locking the door is there. And I'm just, I'm just on my phone. Hold on, let me get the texts. Let me actually. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't even know what the texts were. I don't know. I can't even remember what the texts were. I can't. Hold on, where are you? 
So this first text is said a quote. <laughs> it's not the joke. It doesn't make sense here. So this first text comes at 20 past midnight. Uh, don't trust this. <laughs> don't turn the music off. It's better. Don't trust this. He's taking us to get mugged. <laughs> right. And then I reply, think we're grand. Um, but at this point, like, because I wasn't, I had, there was 2%, 3% of my brain that was going, this is dodgy. And then the rest of me was going, man, you're on weed. Like, you're fine. Like, uh, we're, also, we're in the centre of Amsterdam. Like, you're not going to pick people up from the centre of Amsterdam when there's cameras fucking everywhere. Like, yeah, you might be able to rob us successfully, murder us, have sex with our corpses, whatever you oh, didn't that was on the table. But you're going to get caught, though. Like, because there's so many cameras. If you're doing that scam, you're doing it from a fucking back alley. You're doing it from outside the centre. So I'm like, there's, it's probably... Not. The scam is... That it's 60 quid. Yeah, 60 aye, that was the scam. I, I was I was getting mad about a scam that we'd already been part of. Aye, and then you went, I'll watch the journey. 60 euros is a con. And then my way of testing, because I was going... Because the thing you got paranoid, because you've been in way more fights than I have. And I'm like, maybe I'm the naive person in this situation. Aye, but it was still my first kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, first time you've been the kidnappee. Aye, aye, aye yeah, yeah, it was bad. Now the shoe's on the other foot. Um... So, but now that you're getting fucking paranoid, I'm like, oh god, no, no, Kai's just surely he's just been fucking paranoid. But my big test was just roll down the windows. Like if the windows roll down, it's it's just a car. <laughs> like they're not. Do you think that's? Do you think that's his Absolutely, thing? Absolutely, I can climb out a fucking window. Aye, easy. Like if they pull the car over, it's a dodgy area, and somebody's outside. When the window's down, I can flee Aye. easily. Both of us can. That's an escape route. So There's do you no think he was in the in the front there going, oh, they've, they've discovered the windows, I'd better just drop them off. <laughs> that's, his, that's his only stipulation for whether somebody's going to get mugged or not, uh, is whether they open the windows. All these poor, easily, easily robbable people who were rolling down the windows because they were about to fucking spew, he's like, well, I can't. He didn't go for his pee in the end. He didn't. Which made me look like a fool because I was paranoid and like, pulling over and then mm. he just didn't pull it. Which tells me that he realised that he'd bitten off more than he could chew. I think maybe he sort of in that moment went saw how high we were. Saw the fact that like we was like, "Can you not eat in the car?" And we we're like, "Oh yeah, sorry, we'll wrap up." We're clearly fucking stoned. Uh, yeah, like, I, I was like, if he was going to mug, he could at least let me have a sandwich first. Uh, yeah. That 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 was what that was one of the things that actually calmed me. Doing is the fact he didn't want me to eat. And he's, no, that actually made me more paranoid because I'm like, he doesn't want any of our fucking DNA anywhere on this car. Uh, and if I'm sitting there chewing and salivating. When they test aye. his car for DNA, they're going to be like, is that all, Daniel Sloss's spit? They all your slobbery crumbs yeah. are all over the seat. Aye, they recognise it from sight. They don't have the DNA test. <laughs> smell it. Aye, just get Cara to turn up and lick it. And she's like, aye, <laughs> Keba- kebab and spliff, that's him. <laughs> that's the man I love. <laughs> there he is. I said, yes, I knew what I was agreeing to. Um, and then... Uh, We'd, we'd drive all the way. I think he just was like, these two fucking pirates, they probably think I'm going to mug them. I now realise the way I said things, that they've gone Aye. so quiet. They were very chatty outside. It's 60 euros, I'm going to swing by my mates. Aye. Aye, they've got in the car. That, that <laughs> They're stoned. No, normally people would have ran at that. But the, the main point is, obviously we were safe. Nothing happened. At no mm. point was any of Kai's fears going to happen. 
But you did have a little whitey. I did. <laughs> you know what? I sobered up a little bit. I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> what would your plan have been, right? Let me just give you a bunch of right. So we're in the car. Obviously, I, I fully agree with you, by the way, that it's your problem. And also, I don't know if you knew this or not, but I had like 750 euros in my bag. Oh, did you? Because in my head, I was like, I was like, I got about 50 euros on me. Oh, do I? Oh, no, I've always got 60 euros on me. I've got like 78 euros on me. I've got my phone and I've got a spliff. Mm. I'm like, and also like Marlena's at the hotel and she's got another, like she's got like, oh, we'll be fine. Like if we get yeah. mugged, I'll just give them me stuff. So 750, hi, that's a... So the reason for that is... Where did you get 750 euros from? You know, just before lockdown, aye. I'd done the laughter lounge oh, okay. in APA in cash. Okay. And I never change my euros that I get off the left. I thought you were going to say, oh, I was driving a taxi the night before. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew the Formula One was on. I bugged uh, a few people. It was just like, yeah, hey, uh, I just need to drop over here for a wee, uh, I didn't wanna, have a wee wank at the side of the road. You, you know, hope we don't mind. Uh, I didn't want to get hoisted by my own petard. That's why I had such a whitey in the taxi. <laughs> so, right, he pulls, he pulls over, right? He gets out uh, for a piss. He doesn't have a gun. I don't imagine... Did he stop for a piss? No, he didn't. No, no, I'm giving you the hypothetical. Oh, right. Here. I was going to say, if, I, if he stopped for a piss, and I was just so paranoid that I missed <laughs> it. On your phone. I'm just texting you again. This is bad. He's going to pull over. He's actually there just pissing. Uh, he gets out of the car, uh, and like another person turns up at the window with a knife. What, sh- what, what are you doing there? Like, I, I'd be like, are you going to use that leg? Aye. Are you going to kill someone to get that money? Aye. Is that who you are? Oh, you're threatening us with it. Aye. And they'd be, they'd be like, whatever the Dutch is for Pokwa. <laughs> and then I try and um, I try and keep this like forward brow, hostile approach that I didn't give a fuck about the knife. Aye. Right. But also like very aware that he could thrust at any moment. I'd like to think that he wasn't going to use it. Aye. Right. At this point, by the way, I'm already yeah. a kilometre away from the car. Aye. And I, I want him to know that his bluff's called, that he's not going to use it. Mm. You're not going to use that. I'm going to keep me money. This is it. This, right. all, this bit's over. Uh, it's done. It's not working. Also, could you please still give us a lift home? I don't know where I am. I've got any idea where I am. I'm fucking, yeah, give us that. See, <laughs> <laughs> that's in trouble. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have. I'd be like, I, I'd, I'd feel a lot more confident. Natalie, I listened to this, right? Just f- for for the sake of it, I'd run I'd run as soon as I saw the twinkle of the blade baby. But right. <laughs> like I don't think people that wield knives expect you to be able to kick. Right? Mm. Because you can you can you can have better range than the knife man with a foot with a push kick. Right? right. So you could like push them away as they come at you. And what they kind of do, like fucking drop the knife hand and try and shave your leg. Uh, like, I reckon of, they'll just stab I, you in the neck. I, re- I reckon you can put. The- I reckon you can be alright as long as you can kick. I didn't want to be in this situation because like he's got a he's got a stab as chance of killing us. Aye. But I reckon like if you come at us with a knife and I just fucking push kick you, like your next move's just to swarm on you with a sidekick and your knife's gonna go and clattering across the floor because you're gonna need it to stop yourself falling. I think if you, if you get into ar- <laughs> if you get into arm combat with a knife man, you're dead, right? But if you get into leg combat with a knife man, unless he can kick it out. <laughs> I reckon he just start kicking shit out of a knife wielder. <laughs> just leg, high leg kicks the works. Just We've fucking. Not, how would you have this confidence without gear? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, 
have you listened to anything you've just said? Like, I reckon, I reckon, I reckon a knife's a disadvantage in a fight against me. That's nah. essentially what you're pitching. Nah. I've got a kicker's chance in a knife fight. I think I've got a kicker's chance in a <laughs> knife fight. You're fucking mental. A day. You're, you, this is, Natalie, you've right. got every right to be worried. He's going to get stabbed to death one day. Look, I'm going to run. You, we're going to go to fucking America. Some kind's going to pull a gun on us and you're going to be like, oh man, I bet, I bet he's not, I bet he's not factoring in the uh, fact that I, I know how to headbutt him. I can nobody, <laughs> <laughs> nobody with a gun, right? His gun's right in my face. He's not expecting me to just give him a fucking glass. Nah, 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 all the gun, I just do a backflip kick. <laughs> catch up when it comes down. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even catch the shower chill when you chucked it the other day. Aye. In the pool shower, you chucked the shower chill. I just fucking, I just patted it on. Aye. Sent it further. What would actually happen is you would do it. I believe the, it, right, sure. I'll follow your fantasy long enough that you could do a backflip kick. You could no, no, I'm not back flipping kicking a gun, right? Let's let's be real here. Man, here's what real is. Here's my money. Here's my wallet. Here's my phone. The passcode to both is this. Nah, yeah, guys, man's got a knife, gang. Give your wallet. I fucking push kick him in the gut. Right, but what Just about his mate who's driven us there? Ah, you've got him. <laughs> I don't. He's got me in his arms. He's got a knife to my throat now. I reckon, genuinely, I feel like if someone pulled a knife on me, I'd fucking have such a gut reaction to want to teep them in the chest. <laughs> You're going to die, man. This is, see, yeah. this is what, this is exactly why I don't do any fucking jujitsu or Muay like that. I would hate to have this belief in my head because it would be my fucking downfall. The reason I don't kick the shit out of people is because I don't know how to kick the shit out of people and I know I'd get my head kicked in. If I, if I thought I could batter someone, I would batter people because Aye. there's people who need battered. Right, uh, like there's not enough justice in the world, and I'll happily dish out myself. But that's wrong, and that's why I specifically do not train in anything. <laughs> that's the power you don't want. I don't want it. I can't have it. Have man, it. I would be an evil Superman, a hundred percent. I would go around and I would use my laser eyes to like annihilate a good portion of people I deemed evil. I'm on that right. Society, which is starting again. All the politicians cut in half. It, well, it's. I'm not. You're tapping that up. Sorry. Here. Aye, uh, so you, you'd, you'd, you'd kill a bunch of politicians. Uh, so I, I can't have power because I, I would use it for my own version of good. But obviously my own version of good it's, isn't everyone's it's version. Too, of, it's too chaotic. Aye. But I can't have power. If... You, 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 I mean, yeah, you've been in fights, you've kicked people fucking heads, and you're rationally going, I, I could beat somebody with a fucking knife. Aye, but I, I wouldn't do it. I'd get, I'd get, I'd try and get the fuck out of there. I would, I would spend me wallet or whatever, right? But I reckon I could. Aye. Like it's, it's too high stakes to risk it. Aye. But I reckon most knife wielders, they're not hard. Oh, that's why they've got a knife. You know, I reckon somebody that was hard would feel pretty confident mugging you a regular tourist without a weapon. Aye. Unless it's just for the shock factor. In which case... Have you ever had a knife pulled on you? I know you've it. pulled one on someone, you fucking psychopath. Yeah, 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 never yeah. I've never had people have. be like, because we grew up in Fife and when we were all fucking teenagers out drinking, like other teenagers that you fucking hated in high school, all the fucking cunts from methyl would fucking be like, I've got a knife, I'm going to do it. And you're like, mm. well, I mean, I'm not going to check, but Aye. that was just their way of threatening you. Cause they pretend to have a knife in their pocket. I've Aye. seen that before. Aye, and they probably didn't, but also like having a knife was cool to the scum. Mm. It was like, because like Wade Academy wasn't a fucking rough school. And Fife's rough, but it's not like the roughest. It's just, 
you know, it's no, it's, it's no the dark parts of Glasgow. Aye. But you still get fucking wee we used, boys. We used to walk around the streets with little pellet guns that looked like guns. Aye. Aye, because you just used to fucking... It didn't hurt that much. Me and Rouge had a game once where we were just fucking shooting our pellet guns mm. at each other on the field. And, like, we're left with a couple of welts on here and there, but that that could have been an eye problem, that. Aye. Aye. They, I don't, are they still legal? Were they ever legal? What, we just the B, went what the, BB guns? The BB guns. You can, G10, that was the name of mine, like a little gat gun. You could put little slugs in them, which is like the kind of shuttlecock-shaped aye. lead. Or you could put the ball oh, bearings those in. those ones, aye. Yeah. Uh, I think... I mean, they must be legal, but I don't think you Kid, were meant to have Kids them. walking around the street strapped. Aye. <laughs> Just like really, like, and you're all listening to a fucking gangster rap and in your head you're like, I mean, this is, these songs are about me. Mm. It's about me growing up in Blythe with my wee fucking spud gun. I have a teddy gun. So I uh, got that off your chest about us having a whitey. I did, I thought it was very funny. I just wanted to... Uh, because Matty's been having a whitey for about three months now. I thought it'd be, it would cheer him up. I'm going to see Matty. Are you? Tomorrow. To say goodbye. Tomorrow, I just kiss his heart goodbye. Aye. Is it his heart? Aye. Broken What's heart. He's bro- broken hearted. Aye, Arsenal aren't doing well this season. Arsenal <laughs> bottom of the I can't handle it anymore. He's, he was rushed to hospital because he saw the signings they made. And Aye. Just saw Tottenham top of the league. Arsenal bottom. He's putting on a brave face, which is rare because I've never seen Matty put on a brave face. <laughs> I've only ever seen him shit it at the earliest possible opportunity. He's, he's usually quite the quite the. Um, he would have been he would have been out that window if he was oh, in the taxi. Man, the Perry in that car, and then <laughs> the, thank fucking God it was me with my stoned logic of no, no, it's just the money's the scam. Man, he, Matty would have been out that fucking window in a second, mm-hmm. surfing on the roof of the car. Yeah, just be like, take hey, Kai guys, get seven hundred fifty euros in this bag. <laughs> <laughs> get him! I just quickly give Matty back the money at home. Why are you seeing Matty tomorrow? Because um, I'm staying at his the night before. We we'll pick up Peggy. Oh, okay. Wait, you pick up Peggy soon? Peggy, Peggy soon. <laughs> Peggy, Peggy, Peggy soon. Oh, that's Peggy and Sue. Yeah, Peggy Sue. I, you, I, I'm, I'm aware you're stealing my cat's names. Um, so you picking up Peggy Sue on Tuesday? Uh, on Wednesday the eighth. All right. So Tuesday, hold on. I, I'm back a day. I'm back a day. Then I go to Matty's, stay there, and then I pick up Peggy and come back. Aye. So wait, is Nat, so Natalie's not is Natalie going down with you? Yes. Right. Okay. It's just because I was going to be like, if you've got an extra couple of hours at the start to get the dog on your side before she meets it, but. Ah uh, yeah, now I'm gonna be driving and Natalie's gonna be bonding. Uh, you gonna have you got like a papoose for it already? You I'm gonna like breast a, to breastfeed it. No, no, but just like to strap it into your chest, just if it get gets tired or anxious. Or have you got a car seat for it? Uh, no, no, no. I've got a crate. A, cr- a gonna, crate. We've got a crate trainer as a puppy. Oh, you mean a crib? Yeah. Oh, we've also got a um, pen. A pen. Because we don't want to just like use the creators every time we leave the room. Mm. But if Natalie wants to go for a pee, she can put the put Peggy in the pen Aye. with a few toys. Because we're going to keep her supervised when she's mm-hmm. out and about and that. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Have you listened to Scott Mills's podcast? Scott Mills. Scott Mills does a podcast about uh, training a puppy. Scott Mills of Radio One. Scott of Mills. Radio One. Scott Mills. Oh. And um, you get they're just ten minute episodes, right? With like a three minute advert for dog food. So if you're like, I've, because it's every ten minutes, I've been advertised to about uh, what's it called again? <laughs> Forget what's <it's> called. 
doesn't work. It's called butter nut box. Butter nut box. I uh, oh, mean, fucking, it, it comes. I'm not going to use it. Butter nut box. Because I'm going to use oodles. That's the one that the breed has recommended. Okay. Um, we've got 25 kilograms of oodles in the house now. Oodles. What? And 25 grams of the dog your size will last. Uh, Six years? Uh, it's going to be a while. Like, it's going to be out of, well out of date, but not this fucking. We who's just turned into this dog thing. <laughs> I keep getting sent pictures of bits and bobs. I keep getting notifications on my phone that my joint Monzo spent money, and I kept. Uh, I keep getting like messages off Yodel saying that my like dog mats arrived and. Aye. <laughs> dog night lights arrived. <laughs> is that is that a bit true? I don't know. Oh. I think so. I wonder if the I dog, wonder if you're gonna have a baby monitor. Now we're gonna have a DVD. Play, like sorry, it might be off YouTube, but um, we're gonna play like motorbike engine noises and firework noises and stuff to train it to be just a bit harder. <laughs> Okay. Oh right. So you're just gonna the way you first get this puppy, you're sticking it straight into Guantanamo Bay. Aye, you get aye. some fucking strobe lights as well. Yeah, I'm, put, I'm putting platoon on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put platoon on. This is horrible. Is that what you're meant to do to train them to be fine with fireworks and stuff? Aye. Who said this? Someone who hates dogs. Did a cat tell you this? <laughs> Did a cat tell you that the best way to train a dog? <laughs> to play sounds of fireworks yeah and also if you just get the sounds of like other dogs being murdered uh, <laughs> just so, like a bigger you got any like lion noises uh, yeah all that stuff can you just, record it to mother crying uh, and can you also film this and just put it up for use for just me and my mates just uh, we're all we're all dog trainers I mean I know we're cats but <laughs> oh, so I think that that's because you you get a lot of stuff with the dog for the money you spend, you want to eat. Oh, yeah. uh, one of it's a dirty blanket. Dirty blanket. It comes with a dirty blanket. Aye. Why? Because it's like it's it's been used in the um in the litter. It smells of its litter. Oh right, okay. So you oh so it's like a it's it's teddy bear. It's the teddy bear for your teddy bear. Aye. And we've oh this is another thing that arrived when I was away. Mm. Um a comfort dog that has a heartbeat. What? A comfort a comfort toy that has like a beating heart. So it feels like it's a companion. Natalie, this is the softest dog. The softest dog that's ever fucking lived. My fucking, they used to be wolves. You have taken it so far away. It's got a little teddy bear with a heartbeat in it, so it doesn't feel... That, Natalie's going to come come home and I'm going to be on the couch with the, the wrong dog. <laughs> Shh, she's been, she's been so well behaved. <laughs> that teddy, though, <laughs> destroyed your slippers. Honestly, it shat all over the floor. It will not stop crying. I tried yeah. taking the batteries out, but I got shit all over <laughs> me fingers. <laughs> So basically, we're gonna play fucking. We're gonna we're gonna play loads of fireworks and motorbikes and fucking <laughs> thunder and artillery shells, right? Aye. But we're gonna be like, but look, he has like, <laughs> he has a mate <laughs> that, that's like almost dead. Aye, like it's just in it's it's in its last moments of life. Like the heartbeat's there, steady, uh, but weak. It's not breathing. Aye. Come back and Peggy's no trying to resuscitate. Peggy's trying to resuscitate it. I don't know. I mean, I'm new. I'm new to this. 
stuff. I'm just figuring it as I go. I can't wait for the future because I want dogs in the future. But the dogs I want, I want German Shepherds, mm-hmm. and I want two German Shepherds, and I and I will take them to do the fucking like the police. Oh training. yeah, I wait, wait, we've booked ours on a, a good citizen course. <laughs> What? No, you mean that sort of stuff? No, no, no. I well, specifically, I'm talking about like Cara's uh, quite a small person, uh-huh. and uh, in the future, we intend to have children, and those will be small people. And I used to walk Lassie, my half golden shepherd. Uh, uh, I can't remember. Golden what shepherd. I know I got the wrong thing. That German shepherd. Like it was a half. No, it sounds yeah, yeah. German shepherd, and, and but she wasn't a golden receiver. I don't know what the other half was. Maybe Alsatian. Anyway, I used to be able to walk around with her. Also because Fife is safe in general, but I felt fucking hard as nails because yeah. I had this fucking big dog. Aye, but if you meet someone that can kick it... <laughs> <laughs> then it's all over for the dog. Uh, so I want to get dogs that are, like, trained... To ju- not not to fucking attack anyone, but just if I go, you know... If, if someone they love is in danger, that they're not afraid to tear somebody else's throat out. But also trained so much that they don't, you know... They're not right. attacking fucking everyone. You want them to be disciplined, loyal. What are you taking your dog to? Good citizen school. Just to be able to socialise and be like good around other dogs and other people. Is it like a... What's that? P- prenatal classes? Hi, uh, something like that. Is that essentially what it is? Where you, oh, no, no, like no. Prenatal is before the baby's born, you daft cunt, so it's just been nursery. Oh. You're taking your dog to... Have you looked at schools yet? Uh, that's what I'm doing, looking at little <laughs> schools. And uh, I think Natalie's having a little bit of bother getting them booked on. Aye. Because like you take Well, interracial parents. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe they're not used to it in this. Oh, do you reckon she's been profiled? Mm. Um I th- something to do with like she went she went to book on and they were like, We're not booking yet and then she went to ask back and they're like, We're fully booked. Aye. And like next one's October. And put your dog won't be a puppy then. It'll be like the citizenship course, which is like the second one after Aye. the puppy. So I kind of got on that and touched on the puppy one. She was like, well, I can I do the puppy one? So she's like, in the minute, she's just trying to win over somebody that's fully booked. Because oh, you, yeah. you know what it's like in the suburbs. <laughs> oh. Daniel, who have I become? I would love to. If it, like, How did this happen? There would be, if, There's if, been one lockdown. <laughs> I come out the other end, <laughs> neutered, completely <laughs> neutered. What the fuck has happened to us? Would, if, I'm kicking the knife guy. That's oh, who I am. I sure you are. Sure you are. Reliving the man you used to be. I would love to, if I had a time machine, I'm not going back in time to kill Hitler. Like, I just can't be bothered. And also, he might have a knife and I can't kick out his hands. Um, I'm going back with all of these podcasts and making, making 23-year-old you listen to them. And just because I'd snap my own neck there and then on the spot. <laughs> no, I grab and the chain, grab the, the top podcast of my head, would delete. Hi, the podcast. <laughs> it would just be me talking to myself on a podcast. Uh, you'd enter a wormhole. Uh, it would just be me doing my own fucking Bill Burr solo. Me Andy's, me Andy's. No more sweaty tank to do do. So we've so far we've uh, advertised butternut box for Scott Mills and me undies for Bill Burr. Butternut box would be my name if I was a porn star. Be my finishing move because you know poor stars, much like wrestlers, finishing moves. The pile driver. Um, Peter North, he was the one that could like really throw a rope, wasn't he? Remember him? Are we talking about a wrestler here? (laughs) What do you mean by (laughs) new? 
He did some wrestling moves. Uh, but there's no wrestler. Um, you know, back in the day, you just would know your porn stars. They'd be like <laughs> this young generation. They'd be like <laughs> the name Jenna, of their porn stars. They'd be like Jenna Jameson and whatnot. Uh, she follows me on Twitter. Does she? Aye. Wow. She's also a mental, mental conspiracy theorist. Yeah, sure. Aye. Big Trump. Um, so anyway, I just felt like there was just like, um, there was enough to just know everybody's names. Aye. <laughs> and uh, one of the male porn stars was called Peter North. Oh. And he, he, he was known for slinging rope. Is that a... He could throw a cable. <laughs> oh, because his dick was the cable, I see. No, no, the, the spunk was the cable. But he had, he had lashings, he had lashings of sperm. It would just keep going, Daniel. I just sometimes I think you've done it in two shots, two film shots, or two <laughs> <laughs> come shots. Two come shots. Got you. Got you. Just I'll just keep pumping it together. Normally you feel inadequate because of the cock size. Aye. But with that guy, you're just like, well, you know what? If that's what you, sorry. You're right. Aye. Aye. I am high you now. I know. I, I could tell when you were explaining to me that you were going to beat up some cunt with a knife. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. Nah, no, I'm just saying. Like, I like if if it was like a Groundhog Day scenario. Yeah, right. Is what I was trying. How to are you going to kick the shit out of a man with a knife if you're holding your scared little dog? Oh, I throw the dog at it. <laughs> well, then the dog's dead. I keep me money. Buy it. Oh no, couldn't buy another one. It's fucking way expensive. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to get it? Uh, as a girl, so you get it spayed. What does that mean again? Getting his fanny chopped off. Oh, do they have periods, dogs? Aye, I guess the date, haven't they? Yep. So is uh, Peggy going to be going around Leaving on your stuff On a uh, complaining about stuff <laughs> no. She's going to sink with Natalie um, Yeah she will have periods And also she's going to eat weird shit And you're going to have to pull them out of her arse Like she'll just eat a bit of fucking string And there'll be little bits of poo that can't oh, come out of her bum Oh I didn't know this because of Cullen Aye. Aye, you've got to like put no, when, no, no. Cullen sheds. Cullen digest the whole thing. When you come in, you just saw, you just saw Cullen with like a little bit of string hanging out of his mouth, and you looked around, and all the birthday bunting was gone. <laughs> just like a Y hanging out. It's the last bit. <laughs> and then you just found the B hanging out of his bum. <laughs> Hung him up myself. That would be an H, wouldn't it? Aye, it would. It would be an H. At the well, unless you just say the birthday bit, and the, the happy banner's still up there. Yeah. Depends. Depends how long your bunting is. Uh, it always does. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. We didn't write any dad jokes. Oh, I knew there was something we missed. Aye. So normally that's like when the when the podcast reaches an unsatisfying ending. No. We can sort of like hide behind. Bring it back. Aye. Should we just like do some dad stories then? Because you know how jokes used to be set a punchline, set a punchline. And then um, Billy Connolly just changed the game Aye. and made it so that we could just tell stories and anecdotes and the, the punchlines would be... No, I think we there. can we can advertise the tour, as is we're meant to do, and, and also advertise the uh, Patreon. But then again, I guess this... So if you, if you just listen, if you just listen to this on, um, on Spotify and um, iTunes, Aye. then... Um, you can get an extra bonus episode every week by going to Patreon. And it's not always and high. Like, it was only the last the one last, was... The last one was super high. It's like a real, like... It, it, but uh, some people said they enjoyed it. Aye. Some people said that's what they were here for. Aye. So if that's you, then sign on up. Um, also, 
Athens, first show on the 13th of September is sold out, the 14th is not. Liverpool, the 16th is sold out, but the 15th is not. Dundee, Middlesbrough, York, Sheffield, Ayr, Inverness, uh, St. Albans, and Guildford. And then uh, Belgium, and then America, all available on... uh, What's my name? Daniel Sloss. DanielSloss.com. Dot gov. Dot gov. Um, Athens, we've never been to. I like it when we unlock a new territory. Because uh, often, now that we're old old hats, vet- yeah. veterans of the travel game, um, we're normally going back to places for the second, third, sometimes tenth time. I'm worried about Athens. I don't know, because again, just the how many expats it is. Is it though? I don't know. That's what well, We never know. We'll find no, out when I, we're there. I, I don't think it will be. hope not. I don't think it will be. And I think it's going to be one of them places where we're, like, dead surprised. Aye. Yeah, I think... Um, but I also think the Greeks... Hate, have I, maybe, do they hate us? No, I don't think so. It's the Italians I'm thinking of. The Italians also hate the Brits. Yeah. I don't, no, I don't think so. I think they... Um, there's quite big Greek communities in in Britain, isn't there? Aye, there's loads of... And there's in, loads Australia, in Australia, yeah. Aye. Uh-huh. Because um, they've all got their fucking, they're a big community based mm-hmm. people. Like, they like their families. They like the Italians. Like, family's the most important thing in the world. We all eat together. We all do this. We all do that. Aye, you're still super close to like third cousins and that. Aye. Is that, just, is that just us profiling? Do we know that? No, I know that. Are they like super... Also, that's oh, yeah, not a bad it, profiling. I don't, uh, think, I don't think the Greeks are going to turn up and be like, do you tell me I love my fucking mother? Huh? They're not going to be pissed off that we claim they were uh, family people. That, that's that, not that they love their relatives. Aye. <laughs> like, they love their relatives at mugs. No, but <laughs> I, I do feel like, uh, with my limited knowledge, there would be the type to have, like, massive weddings Aye. with, like, well, loads of people that they haven't seen from ages from the family. Because, like... Uh, my big fat Greek wedding, that's what you're talking about. Is that where I'm getting that from? That is exactly where you're getting that from. Is that, is that a propaganda piece, as it realsies? W- ask them. Ask them when you get there. Also, just if anyone is going to Gibraltar at any point, do not call them Spain. Uh, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. But we heard. But Paloma Faith Paloma did. Paloma Faith. Uh, just on. Apparently she wouldn't let up either. She kept like, going, oh, a lot of my best memories are in Spain. I love it being here. And they're like booing because she's calling them Spain. Yeah. But she's just carrying on with the same monologue Be- that yeah. she was going to do. Because she's trying, no, no, because she was like, no, no, like I'm saying nice things about where you're from. And they're like, we're not fucking from there, motherfucker. And apparently she just couldn't let it go. Aye. She got booed off stage. Uh, she just Don't kept do it. between songs, just doing like five, six minutes of calling them Spanish. Aye. Which like, we got to tell us is like, if, the same way you'd feel if, like, somebody got up in Scotland and started calling you London. Or England. Any part of it, we would... Aye. I'd love to see that fucking happen. Daniel Sloss from Scotland, England. Oh. <laughs> Should we go play some board games? Do you want to play board games? We've got board games. Oh, no, maybe I just want to read my book. Hmm. You sound like you want to... Should we get out of town? No. Get more high? No. No, we've got a gig today. No, we absolutely fucking shouldn't do that at home. I forgot about the gig. Aye, and we're right near the venue. We can go into town afterwards and get more high. Yeah. I'm fine with that happening. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Amsterdam's going to be one of those places where people definitely bring us weed after the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're probably going to be good for that. Aye. I imagine. So maybe we won't. We won't have to go very far. Right, that's the end of the podcast. We'll speak to you. Oh, we're ending it early. That's what, no, we've done another 20 minutes before this, you daft cunt. I so have. <laughs>
forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, you're going to shortchange them. I'm not sure. We've gone over. I've been trying to end this for 15 minutes. <laughs> I've been trying to milk it. I, I can tell. We've nothing else to talk about. We filled our fucking time, you daft gun. It, this isn't the joke. It, you need to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm because you're getting it wrong. I know I'm not going to keep the flag going. That's, it's not the bit.